It's all about the music. In this episode, my friend Sal and I sit down and talk about music and the soundtrack of our lives. I'm Chris Casey, and this is Sea to Shining Sea. Welcome back to Sea to Shining Sea. I'm Chris Casey. Here we go with episode 13. 13 episodes. Oh my goodness. Uh, my episode today, it's all about the music, the playlist of our lives. And one of my best friends from here in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, welcome to the show, Mr. Salvador Lopez. <laughs> How's it going, Sal? Uh, pretty good. How you doing? Good, good, good. Guys, I have a music aficionado here. I told him I was doing a podcast, and, and he told me about how much he loves music. And, and I love music, too, but not to the extent that he does. <laughs> I said, we definitely got to get together for this. Before we get started, though, I'd like to thank everybody who's been downloading and listening. Uh, we have over 630 downloads, if you'd have told me back in 2019 when I started this. Can't believe that we have that many. Most recently downloaded this month in November. Hello to our friends up north, up north there in Canada and across the pond in Germany. Thanks for uh, listening. All right, so let's get started here in our playlist of our lives, as it were. Speaking of playlists, Sal, your music collection, which my, my jaw kind of dropped when you told me how many CDs you have. What is that total? Well, um, it's going... <laughs> Close to around 1,300 to 1,500 wow. um, CDs. And yes, I do have CDs because I like Love the physical it. aspect of it. And I collect them all and it ranges. It has a variety. Right. right. But it's all about rock, heavy metal. Mm -hmm. That is kind of the, the area that I love. love. Awesome. It's around 1,500. 1,500. So you could open your own music store if you wanted <laughs> Pretty at much. least at least have a good inventory. Yeah, um, pretty much. You know, you mentioned the physical aspect of it. You know, what's kind of in the music right now, vinyl's making a comeback. And isn't that funny? I mean, for 20, 25 years, vinyl's, you know, just throw it out at the resale shop or whatever. And now you can go to Target or whatever, and it's 30 bucks for a, a record that cost us 10 when we were kids you know yeah and it's but. kind of crazy right because <laughs> ideally right the vinyl what it brings mm -hmm. it brings not the physical aspect of it but mm -hmm. also the art and the oh, picture yeah. like many people like to record it because they like the details in the in the pictures and the items right and the quality of the of the music too well it know? has a richer sound doesn't it more mm -hmm. of a not digitized clean but you know the clicks and the pops kind of make it a little more uh vintage unique or whatever but, correct the little you know. imperfection yeah. is what so, makes it the hey i had lps as a kid man <laughs> i had 45s 33s those of you listening did you hey reach out to me before we get started i just want to remind everybody reach out to me at chris casey 71 on twitter or c to shining c 2019 at gmail.com and most recently c to shining c on youtube so on YouTube, Sal, I've been having fun with this. You know, we went on vacation to the beach. I did a little snippet from the uh, Atlantic Ocean, wear my Jaws t-shirt. I thought that was funny. 
<laughs> so here I am in the ocean with a Jaws t-shirt. And then when we went, we went to a Carolina Panther game. And we were singing Sweet Caroline. Sweet so Caroline. Sweet Caroline. <laughs> that actually has over 2,000 views on YouTube. But yeah, we singing Sweet Caroline after a Panther win, which has been few and far between this year. Um, I've got uh, just some other fun things. I've, I've done a, a voiceover, which I, I'm kind of going to bounce around on those doing voiceovers. I did a voiceover from the Field of Dreams. And then over Veterans Day, I did the Airman's Creeds. Uh, guys, check that out. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. We'd love to. We'd love to hear from you at any one of those places. But follow along with us on this uh, wonderful world of music. And let's get started, Sal. What does music mean to you? I think it means everything, honestly. Okay. To me, what it means, it means a state of mind. It means memories. It means, like, music is all the time of my life, right? I got in the car, I got to listen to music. I am, after I finish some meetings, I got to go and listen to one song or two. I'm going to bed, I'm listening to music. I think music uh, helps not only to calm the soul and calm the mind, but it brings memories and sometimes make us address or go through tough times right. in life. So I, like I said, I love it every single minute. That's awesome. And, and I, so you use it more as therapeutic but also on a daily basis like it's a a fuel for you mm -hmm. me music it's a mood a mood setting i don't like to listen to nothing mm -hmm. when i'm in the car you know depending on my mood what are whether i listen to i i don't probably listen as much as you do but uh there are certain genres of music certain musicians certain things that bring back memories which i think we're going to talk about here soon that you can rest easy you know like uh uh, whether it be easy listening, if you're just relaxing at home, or uh, if you've had a hard day and you just want to relax. I mean, you just want to decompress, decompress, you know, <laughs> maybe some heavy metal, something. Uh, or if you're just having a good time and just want to crank it up, you know. And so, yeah, I, I, I am with you there. That takes us right into what favorite kinds of music do you like? As I mentioned before, to me, it's um, rock and heavy metal. Heavy metal, it is but not the kind of heavy metal that everybody think about. <laughs> the one that grows, <laughs> that metal, barking. I'm more to the melodic okay. kind of metal. Um, as I mentioned, my collection, right, the 1500. Right. Um, I like from progressive metal, which is mm -hmm. jazz and heavy metal mixture. It's more for the intellect uh, versus the power metal, which is all about, you know, fantasy and, okay. and things like that um, versus... You know, rock. And then right. we're talking about rock. We're talking about classic rock. Oh, like, yeah. so we're talking about Journey. Now you're getting into my wheelhouse. And, and yeah. all that, right? <laughs> but then also you have more modern type of, uh, right. of uh, rock that is coming more from the, from an Italian label, Frontiers right. Records in, in Italy. And I like those. And believe it or not, my collection, I organize it by alphabetical order, by genre, and by country. Wow. Uh, because it matters to me, right? My well, mind absolutely. Is, that's it helped me. So when I'm in the mood, I know where to grab my album yeah, and my, my collection and then build my, my vintage of those. Didn't you say, didn't you put those all on a thumb drive? I did have that happens for thumb drive. So actually, I did have a one of a gigantic disc. I have almost more than 10,000 songs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So when I'm going on a trip and you I could have, have them You organized. could run your own radio station, right? Yeah. <laughs> And I have my own playlist. So what oh, I did wow. is not only I organized them, I organized them. My computers all because I digitized them as well. 
Right. You know, I like to have both, right? <laughs> so if I'm on the road, I have it, and I just put them into a playlist. I have that a different awesome. playlist, and I can organize it however I want it to. Wonderful, wonderful. Speaking of playlist, you kind of gave me an idea. And before I kind of go into my favorite genre, I mentioned a YouTube page here a few minutes ago. Guys, by the time we're done with our episode today, I'm going to put together a playlist of my favorite throughout my lifetime and Sal's favorite. So after you listen, if, if you were wondering, what, what is this band that Sal's talking about? What is this that he's talking about? I might even learn new stuff here, you know. So I just wanted to kind of give everybody a, a preview of that. So your favorite kinds of music, kind of give my favorite kinds of music. My music tastes are kind of all over the map. Um, yours are more focused and centered in a one area, but I, I like everything from Louis Armstrong to Alan Jackson to Van Halen. So, I mean, that's opposite ends of the spectrum. I mean, I, I like some old country. I like classic rock. I like Journey. I mean, the Eagles, Chicago, all that 70s uh, soft rock, you would call it. Some heavy metal, not near as much as you. And, and I don't I guess I'm an old guy now. I don't newer rock stuff. Probably the newest thing I remember is Nickelback, you know, <laughs> or 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 like your Imagine Dragons stuff that has a melodic sound to it. But you know, I don't need to listen to it. Really, new music is not my thing. Mm -hmm. You know, we have so much that is not new that can be appreciated. You know that I, that if I throw something on in the car, it's either on satellite radio or on my phone. Uh, the other day, I was listening to uh, Hall & Oates. Mm -hmm. Hall & Oates, they're an underappreciated band. They are underappreciated. And you don't realize yeah. how many songs they had that were top 10. You know, mm -hmm. you're listening to like the greatest. Oh, I remember that song. I remember that mm -hmm. song. Yeah, that's kind of where mine stands. You know, I ask the folks that are listening, tell us yours. Is there something we're not listening to that we should? Greatest thing since sliced bread? Let us know. All right. Let me, can, let me add one thing that you were going to say there. Sure. Is, uh, as people trying to put together the list, part of what makes music awesome, because it's like colors, right? Right. There's so many variety, mm -hmm. and the more you mix, the more you broaden the spectrum. I think that's yeah. what I like about music. Yes. You know, you can have listen to... Spanish, because I speak Spanish, right? Right. So you have a Spanish. Like as, as if they didn't already know. <laughs> merengue, merengue, you know, I like that kind of type right. of music. Mm -hmm. But then also I like the classical stuff, right? I like the Beethoven's, the, the Wolfgang. You yes, know, the Beethoven, yes. Right? Oh, and, yeah. You know what? You know, Mozart. I like those. I, I completely like forgot that, man, because you know, and I've told you this before, at night I'll listen to Danny Elfman, John Williams, uh, movie scores, that, you know, uh, listening to the Superman movie score, Star Wars movie score, Star Wars score, you know, those, I could sit, I could crank those up and just listen to them. Uh, an instant, you know, we're movie and TV guys, definitely movie guys. Yeah. And, and the minute you hear that, you know, it just, you can close your eyes and watch the movie without having any words. Mm -hmm. That's a perfect, good job. Thanks for doing that, man. I, I was like, man, you, you're absolutely right. Right, because it triggers the memory. It's like, a, imagine your brain is like a database and yep. you need a keyword to search and unlock a world of, of possibilities. And that's what it does, music. Music does that. Perfect example, mm -hmm. John Williams. Da -da -da. Yeah. Da -da -da. Da -da -da. I mean, that's just two notes, mm -hmm. and that speaks 
volumes. Mm-hmm. Everybody listening to this mm-hmm. should know it. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. And that was mm-hmm. ominous in its time in 1976 or 75 or whenever that came out. Good Lord, one of my favorite movies of yeah. all time. Jaws. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, know, you can listen to Queens like... <clears throat> doom, 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 doom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Under pressure. But, well, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and so much has been used yeah. from that era like that for music nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, they, they call it what covering or mixing or whatever. Or people redo old songs. Like I heard Rocket Man done by somebody on the... I don't know who it was. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I know I know that song. Yeah. It's not as good as the one that, you know... But. Yeah. Like Wizard was doing Toto uh africa right right you know, and then and then he was like, oh that song is awesome well, you gotta listen to total song, first. yeah yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> you know and when you go into the details the music is really good right it's a well-written song very melodic and i think that's the that's the part of it there is people say well there's not originality the reality is this very rarely being original right. original what is original is how you use the basic right and then how you transform it and make it unique. And I think that's what makes everything beautiful. You, if you oh, go yeah. to back in time, listen to some of the notes, they're pretty much same kind of baseline right. rhythm, uh, rhythm, but then it turns a twist in one location. And you can t- take that in any genre. You can take a look at it. And each composition you know, is different. I remember a time, I remember where we were. We were walking through somewhere, and there was some music playing. And it was a country song, but it was playing in a rock format. I think I told you, hey, I know that song, but gosh, I've never heard it in this format. And that's when you had told me, you said, any good song that's well-written can play in any genre. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, and, and that it would sound just as good. It sounds good, yeah. yeah. Because so. the bass line is there. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's what I like about music, because the creativity is just yep. explodes from, from anybody. Inspiration. Is yeah, the but then, then you have today's culture, which just shakes my head, because... You could just put some garbage out there and people like it. And it's just like, really? Why? I appreciate live music. You and I have been to a mm-hmm. concert or two. Yes, Kiss. And yeah, Kiss. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's coming up. Trust me. Uh, concerts is going to be a, something we talk about. But live music, just in general, you know, we've seen DiCarlo uh, mm-hmm. with the, the lead singer from Boston here in the Charlotte area. And the, what musicians do to put on a show and the talent they have for it to be cheapened by some of the TikTok stuff. And I know I'm sounding like a grumpy old guy, get off my lawn, but these people that are musicians that are out there busting their tail for their passion, I can appreciate that. And if it's something that sounds good, I'll definitely go listen to it. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Um, anyway, we talked about your favorite kinds of music. What is your favorite? We'll start with your favorite band. I think I already know it. Right, so my favorite band um, depends the mood, so never turn there. But I'm I gotta start with Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden, Maiden yeah. is my favorite band of all time. Um, quick funny story: um, when I got introduced to heavy metal, right, there were three bands that I listened to each of them song. Mm-hmm. So I listened to Slayer. Okay. It's a very trash, very metal Yes, bank. yes. Back in the day, they talk about Hellaways and things oh, yeah. like that. <laughs> I know. Imagine somebody in Puerto Rico where, <laughs> where English people didn't understand very well, but it's like, okay, it's demonic kind of right. music. Then I listened to Metallica, Master Metallica. of it. And yes. that was the one that converted me into heavy metal. 
Metallica, which is my second classic album. album. That was like, I listened to Master Boy. Okay, this is the kind of music that yes. I want. But Iron Maiden, Somewhere in Time, when I listened to the first nut of Caught Somewhere in Time and Wasted Years, I realized this, this is, is my music. And I've been a fan since then. I have all the collection from Iron oh, Maiden. Oh, wow. I awesome. have seen them live. Yes. And they are unbelievable. I like the melody, I like the lyrics, I like the storytelling, and I like the musicianship. So that's my favorite. They have some pretty awesome album covers too, which you talked about album covers earlier. Album covers, that's the reason why you have to. That's Eddie, right? Yeah, Eddie. Eddie Eddie the Monster, yeah. Yeah. And that's why you have to do that. And like every album is perfect, absolutely not. But that's (laughs) the part I love it, right? Yeah. That's what makes them human. Perfectly imperfect. (laughs) I love it. I like that. Perfectly imperfect. All right. How about you? My my favorite uh, band you and I saw here in Charlotte, I've seen them twice now, uh, Kiss. Uh, Paul and Gene have been doing it for years. They're in their 60s, probably 70s now. They sounded just as great as they did on the record I had back when I was 10. You know, it was just, I mean, I've loved a lot of, of, of bands. I mean, back in the day, I liked Striper when I was in high school. It was just heavy metal, Poison, you know, those guys, Van Halen, but... My favorite was always Kiss, was my go-to. I remember Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits in 1989. I listened to that like crazy, you know, calling Dr. Love. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, the show was great. I, it just, it is, it ties from being a teenager to now and the fact that they're still going and then we got to see them. Um, what did you think of that show? Did you like it? Oh, I, I, I love the show. And, and it's something that you were mentioning before about seeing a band life, mm-hmm. right? When you're listening to a CD, an LP, mm-hmm. or a streaming, you get it. You get the connection with the feeling, right? However, when you see them live, now you start understanding, right? What it meant the song to you, oh, because yeah. you start there, and you, not only you, it's how other people are related to it. Start oh, yeah. chanting. Like you and I, you know, where we're just singing loud, <laughs> you know, rock and roll all night. Yes, can yes. You know, thousands of people. it's kind of an anthem, yeah. yeah. yeah it become an anthem. You become part of, the, of, one, of something bigger than you. Well, and I think I mentioned this to you before. At their concert, and I didn't really pay attention the last time we were there, but the first concert I was at was in an arena, like a hockey arena. And it was somewhat small for them. There were probably three or four generations there were children, there were parents, there were grandparents, and maybe even some great-grandparents that you would just see. And I think it, when you transcend generations, more at least two, three generations, that tells you something. Mm-hmm. That you tells you yeah, yeah. <laughs> the longevity going you know, in there. Right? And, and in the 75 or 76, whenever they got together, they were the bad, they were from hell, and only bad people liked them, and... And look at them today, you know, anybody who is a rock star today, especially in the glam rock or that hairband era, they started that. But they're not a hairband band. Mm -hmm. They have their own sound. And that's another thing that I like about it. They have their own sound. They don't rely on the big guitar and the big bass that a lot of other hair bands relied on. Mm -hmm. But that was my, that was my favorite band. Your favorite song of all time. Wow. My favorite song of all time. You know, it's, uh, it varies. It, it does vary from time to time, depending mm-hmm. on the mood. 
um, I will probably gonna say what is the, my favorite kind of a ballad song that, that I like the motion because I remember pretty much every lyric and this is gonna be throwing people off, people <laughs> off a little bit. Pearl Jam. Okay. Black. Okay. You know that song has a lot of emotion and have and every right. time I close my eyes I can remember not only the lyrics but even the expression, the noise, right. the the, the, the raw emotion in there. Mm-hmm. So I think I would say that if it's from there. If awesome. I want to know about inspirational song, yeah. I use Van Halen right now. Right uh, now! I, Van Hagar, absolutely. Yeah, I manage, <laughs> I manage people at work and I, I try right. to motivate them. And believe it or not, in my meetings, I have creating collage and created videos yes. where right now is the main song uh, <laughs> oh, along the way as, awesome. as, as what we have building and whatnot we've been showing. So it's, to me, is, is one of those. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So my favorite song of all time is Paul McCartney and Wings, Live and Let Die. It's a theme song to a Bond movie. It's just such a great movie. It has a build-up and then a and I mean, it's just Paul McCartney is an amazing songwriter and a great singer. That it's kind of like rock, kind of poppy, kind of rock, kind of. But it's just it's just kind of in your face. It's not a very long song. It just I don't know. Whenever I heard that the first time, it just clicked. And and I like some of Paul McCartney wings towards me. And you know what? The <laughs> fact that I'm talking about Paul McCartney. Is a segue. Yeah, we call that a segue. So that's my favorite, favorite song of all time. Segue into the age-old question. You and I are not young. I got you by a few years. We're old enough to say this. Sal, Beatles, or Rolling Stones? I got to go Beatles. Uh, to me, uh, is is the simplicity right. and the thoughtfulness of the songs right. are the part that connect to me. Right. Somebody that, you know, that ride a, you say hello, I say goodbye yep. kind of song. Oh, and yeah. You're, you're, you're homing to it. Oh, yeah. In there, but it has kind of a melody or, or they make a uh, Hey Jude. Hey Jude, yep. That, you know, that last two, three minutes of na, 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 na. Oh, yeah. Na, na, oh, yeah. You know, all that homing mm-hmm. and you can make two minutes of yes, that. Exactly. And everybody feel, everybody doesn't say it's repetitive. They're they, genius. It's See, genius. I think the Stones were more commercial and the Beatles were storytellers mm-hmm. and good storytellers. Yeah. I mean, they ended up making some wacky stuff, mm-hmm. some of it good, you know, mm-hmm. the walrus, cuckoo, cachoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and then Paul McCartney and Wings. And I still to this day, that's on my bucket list to see Paul just because I, I, I heard his concerts he brings down the house. Mm-hmm. So if he ever comes to Charlotte, man, we're going. Yeah. All right. We gotta um, go and see them. Yeah. But so that there's your answer. I'm a Beatles guy too, uh, and it's funny that the Rolling Stones were just here and they're still touring. They lost their drummer recently. He was 80 years old. Wow, it's and still rocking on the drums, man. I mean, so that tells you uh, the genre from when we were kids is still out there slaying because people still want to see them, and. That, that to me tells me that there's not a lot of good new stuff that people, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, and they still want to play it, right? So th- oh, that's yeah. that's that's, that's yeah. a good part, right? That they people want to see them, but they still want to play it, so it remains in the memory of everybody. Mm-hmm. All right, Sal. So we know who's Beatles, who's Stones. We're talking about music. Music begins is a big part of your life. 
Is there one life experience in a song that you can remember? Um, I think you even told me, mm-hmm. and I think it was Collective Soul. Mm-hmm. Is a pretty special song. So, Collective Soul fans, Sal, tell me what the song and, and what it happened. I remember we talking about that. Yeah. So, you know, I've been married for 24 yes. years, going to 25 yes. next year. And my wife and I, we were in college. Mm-hmm. And basically, the first time we actually started kind of saying that we have right. feelings for each other without saying it, mm-hmm. uh, it was, we were studying. Mm-hmm. And... Collective Soul was playing, you know, I was playing the radio, that, you know, one of right. my, my cassettes back then, those cassettes. <laughs> it was, a, the uh, Collective Soul had this song called In a Moment. Okay. And part of the song said, in a moment, it could happen, we could forgive and be happy. Awesome. And that song started playing, and then me and my wife kind of started humming it. Nice. And then when the chorus started saying that we just started, Kind of singing oh, uh, wow. that part when it says, when we look to see each other eye to eye. Awesome. And then we just look at each other and that's when the, the chorus came in, in a moment and we just look, but we didn't say anything. Right. We didn't kiss, but we kind of look at each other and that was the connection. So that is a special song awesome. for that specific reason because awesome. it was a song that connect my wife and I. Uh, that is a believe great, it or not it's, it's that's awesome collective soul <laughs> collective soul and that is a great band though i like collective soul there's they got some good stuff um any other songs or moments in life that you want to share yeah so there was another one um i never lived with my parents um mm-hmm. so my dad used to come to to visit me every mm-hmm. every summer every other summer mm-hmm. and for two weeks in my life i have a dad oh. and, uh, and you know for a year you know if i have it right dad. so he came in and there was this summer where he came to play uh, softball with the softball team. Okay. And they travel everywhere. We went to the beach. Mm-hmm. We went to pools. We went to hiking and whatnot in Puerto Rico. What was interesting is back then there was White Lion released the album. White Lion, yes. The, the, the album uh, Big Game. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in that album there was a song Little Fighter. Little Fighter. Little yes. Fighter. And, and I always going to remember that White Lion, that band. And that, uh, and that song, because it reminded me of my summer with my awesome. dad. Awesome. You know, let's say it was the best summer of my life back then. You know, now right. with my wife, I have different memories. Oh, yeah. But with, uh, right. with my dad, because for the first time in I don't know how many years, I had a dad for two weeks. Oh, wow. And that's so awesome. it reminded me that. So that's what awesome. music does to you. It does. It does. I have a few, if you don't mind me sharing. Yeah, sure. When I was... In boot camp in 1989. Um, so the three songs I'm kind of going to tell you are songs I wouldn't listen to on a normal basis or, you know, maybe one once in a while. Um, the first song, it's a country song, but it's a very patriotic song. While I was in boot camp with the other fellows I was in training with, we had a field day. And we took a gold medal in the field day and track of the field, or I think it was a tug of war or something. And all the people that were in my squadron, as we were competing, we came in and they cranked up Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA. And we were all singing it. I was brand new in the Air Force. It freaking brought tears to my eyes. It was awesome. So to this day, when I hear that song, 
I I go right back to being in basic training. And oh wow! I mean, it just it, it just um the the second one that I want to share is actually a country song, recent country song, and you know my wife Lynn, <laughs> yeah. she uh, she likes she likes that new country. Well, there's a, a group called Dan and Shay. It's a duo, and they have this song "Speechless," which oh, speechless. is speechless. <laughs> so when and we played at our wedding, and I didn't look at her. And when I looked at her, it was it was playing. And that's kind of what the the lyrics of the song. Um, you're left speechless when you see your bride. And if you see the uh, if you see the video, which I plan on putting this video in my playlist. Both of the guys are getting married, and and you see, it's it's just it's it's it'll always remind me of our wedding, our wedding day. Nice. And uh, we actually have the words to the song. If you're in our house, it's in like a, a heart there on the on one of our tables. I'll show it to you. But uh, nice. so that 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 means the world to me. Anytime I hear that, if I'm at work or I'm in a store or whatever, I'm like, oh. And then most recently, I lost my mom in um, October of last year, and and uh, Alan Jackson, who I mentioned earlier, one of my favorite country artists. Um, he did a hymn, like a bunch mm-hmm. of church hymnals. And I'll Fly Away is one of them. And when they played that at my mom's visitation, anytime I hear that, I think of mom. Yeah, you think of her. So, yeah, and, and that someday maybe I'll be in heaven with her. And and just, it just, I'll listen to his his album sometime at night if I'm thinking of her. Um, and just, it's it's just so simple. And I just love his voice. You know, he's just kind of got an old school voice. But those are my uh, most memorable life experiences and, and music. And yeah, it's interesting because it's, it's good when you just mention that. Mm-hmm. That's what music does. And we, I, does. You know, I, we keep repeating this, but I think it's for our listeners um, start to connect with them, right? Playlist of our lives. Yes, it's a playlist of our <laughs> lives. And it's the cutscenes, right? Yes. It's the cutscenes. It triggers those memories mm-hmm. and whether the emotions are about happiness, about sadness, right, about anger, or about joy. Right. The beautiful part that was make us human. Absolutely. All those are emotions, and whoever tries to avoid those emotions, the reality is you cannot do that because that's what humans right. are. For. And they don't like music. So. Exactly. Yeah. So music does all that to you. So you know, we would like to yeah. hear if yeah. we, you know what were the, those moments that actually, right? When you listen to it, you're like you go the you know like in the movie Jumanji, yeah, the next level. Those cutscenes. Oh yeah. Where are we in the cutscenes? That's the thing. The cutscenes of your life. The you cutscenes. Yes. Yes. Or the movie Click, where he's mm-hmm. going through the menu. Through the menu. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and James Earl Jones is. <laughs> oh yeah. I like it. Is doing the. <laughs> he couldn't find work, so he had to do his. <laughs> um, okay. A little more lighthearted. Uh, didn't mean to go so down the path, but uh, but I just wanted to share my from my heart my feelings. I mean, again, we're, we're, we're talking a lot about music here. And if anybody listening, if, if there's a special story you want to share with us, I will share it next time I record. I mean, really, please let us know. I love getting feedback from folks that listen. Okay, we're going to have a little fun now. We're going to talk about concerts. We both like live music. Um, <laughs> what was your first concert, Sal? Well... So I'm going to tell you the first concert that I cannot necessarily count that it, that it happened because it, it went through 
So it went it went uh, very quickly. Um, mm-hmm. It was Metallica. Okay. Uh, it was in Puerto Rico. I was in college. I class. So I and this was to, after you found Metallica. This is after after I found Metallica, okay. right? I found Metallica when I was in junior high school. This is now college. Fast forward college. Okay. I went to my first concert, Metallica. After they played two songs, start raining. They cancel. So oh. that's. You know, there was a big... It's the worst. Yeah, big riot happened, and there was a lot of breaking good news. I wasn't involved for everybody there. I wasn't. I left before all that. But it was... I So I don't count that one. But okay. I think this, the, the, the two, con, two first concerts for me was Dream Theater. Okay. It was back in 1998. It was 1998. It was Dream Theater... Things from a memory album. Okay. His album is actually is a, is a 72 minutes, one song. You had minutes. told me that. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. My 72 wife minutes. gave me as a gift for Valentine's Day Aww. to go and watch them. So she doesn't love them. She <laughs> likes some songs, but she put up with it. And that was my first concert, and it was unbelievable. Awesome. Um, that was awesome memory. Awesome. My first concert was... A group that I grew up listening to on my dad's records, because, you know, I'm like eight, seven, eight, nine years old. We had a record player and an eight-track player, and, and he used to have a bunch of albums from when he was in high school, uh, the Beach Boys. Beach, Beach Boys. Boys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, the Beach Boys came to our little music festival in our little town in Iowa there, and my the first concert I remember going to was theirs, and I love the Beach Boys. I mean, the... Little Deuce Coop, and She's Real Fine by 409, some mm-hmm. of the beachy stuff. You know, it, I I enjoyed listening to that, and that was kind of my, before I got to be a teenager, mm-hmm. that was my introduction into music, mm-hmm. you know. That and then Mom Likes Some Country, so I, I heard some of that, like Kenny Rogers and such. But my first one to, to actually go to a concert was the Beach Boys. Nice. So, so yeah, we are kind of hitting all facets of music here, aren't yeah, we? Exactly. Yeah. All right, so... Your favorite concert of all time? My favorite concert of all time, I'm going to say, was basically my last concert that I went to, was Sabaton. Sabaton. Sabaton is a power metal, Swedish power metal band, and and what is interesting about them is Mm -hmm. everything that they write is about history. Yes. And it's war history. So they just tell a lot of war history. History wars throughout the... The concert was unbelievable. It was a small venue in Minneapolis. I was with um, my other good friend from, from Minnesota. It was the first time he was listening to it. Then. Wow. And in the concert, the drum set is in top of a tank. That's awesome. A real tank. That's awesome. Guys, I'm putting this on a playlist, okay? <laughs> Sabaton, I'm going to tell you, I'm a fan. After Sal showed them to me. So in our playlist, on the, way, on the YouTube page, you will see Sabaton. Yeah, and Definitely. I I love that concert. The fact that you know everybody like for almost two hours we were standing up because you couldn't do that's you, crazy. You started sitting down, but after the songs were playing, everybody stand up and start you know pumping feet <laughs> and, and and everybody singing the chorus and involvement. That's awesome. We have some videos of it. It was unbelievable to me. It was like this is what live concerts. Awesome. And I have awesome. gone to the Iron Maiden ones, <laughs> which are really, really good. But right. this one, I would say, it was the one that blew me away. Awesome. It wasn't unexpected. That's awesome, man. And and like I said, I'm gonna share some Sabaton because they're awesome. I am. My favorite concert was in 1993. It was in the United Kingdom when I was stationed over there. 
I paid 50 bucks for a ticket through the base, and that was Michael Jackson. The Dangerous, uh, the dangerous tour. tour. Dangerous Tour. There were 70,000 people in that stadium, and it was just, it was crazy. It was nut to butt on the, on the pitch or the field, and it was just, it just crazy. The spectacle of him in 1993, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the pyrotechnics, the, the, the sound, the, it was just, it, it's just something I'll never forget, you know, and then have him leave the legacy left and, and he left us. And I always liked Michael Jackson. I thought, you know, especially his older stuff when he was with oh, yeah, brothers. Oh, yeah, stuff was really good. But, you know, and, and the other stuff aside, his music was great. Mm-hmm. It, was just, it was just a good time. But just seeing that spectacle of that. Mm-hmm. There was a, a movie that came out after he passed away where he was practicing for his new tour. And I can't remember the name of it, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives you the feel of what I saw in 1993. But... But yeah, that, I might even find a clip of his 93 Dangerous Tour and put it on that playlist too. Um, but yeah, that is that is my favorite concert. All right. So now I'm going to have a little fun here. Yeah. All right. So we, we got the favorite concert. We got first concert. Now, is there a concert you ended up at and like, why in the world did I go to this concert? Or what? It, what it, did you ever accidentally end up at a concert that you didn't want to be at? Um... Not really. Honestly. Not really? Not really. Oh, I man, think you're lucky. Much, <laughs> I think pretty much all the concerts that I've been to. Yeah, it's uh, ones you wanted to go to. I really okay, want to go to. Right. I'm very picky. You, you never went with the missus to a concert. You're like, you know, I'm the only guy here kind of thing. Mm, no. No, nope, you just said, you go and I'll stay home. There we go. Huh? All the concerts that I go to is because I really want <laughs> to. See, that's what I do now. Mm-hmm. You go, I'll stay mm-hmm. home. Um, I went with a group, I think it was either in high school or church or something, to a... A place like, we have Carowinds here, but there's six flags throughout the, the United States uh, amusement parks. And we have one there in St. Louis. And we went down there with a group of friends and for like, like I said, a church or school or something. And there was a concert there. We're like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go. And because we were a bunch of dumb young boys, we decided to go with everybody, you know, because all the girls were there. And it was Tiffany and New Kids on the Block. <laughs> And that's all I'm going to say about that. Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so that was 1983, four, somewhere along that line. So and you survived? Yeah, survived yeah. Well, maybe it was a little bit later. I don't know. It was in the <laughs> 80s. I survived. We stayed there for a little bit and then left. But um, the next summer, we went back to that amusement park and saw Night Ranger. So that was good. You made it up. Yes, yes. <laughs> you made up for so that. So Night Ranger. Oh, man. There's an unappreciated band, too. Yeah. I'm having fun doing this. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah, we're getting kind of towards the end. What I'd like to do is finish this up. And if you want to give me the soundtrack of your life that I could share with the folks down the road, or you just share, you know, hey, these are songs and music I like. Give them a chance. Maybe you like them. Yeah. Or maybe you've listened to them. So, Sal, what is the soundtrack of your life? Well, so I would say this, right? For If I'm thinking about... When I was on my childhood, mm-hmm. of course, I'm going to start with some Spanish. Oh, um, yeah. You know, so we got bands like El Gran Combo, you know, Salsa, you know, all mm-hmm. Salsa is uh, it's really good. And dancing. trust me, y'all, he can sing this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you're, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, all right, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, with Hector Lavoe, you know, uh, Ruben Blades, 
Oscar de León. Those Ruben are Blades was an actor too, right? Ruben Blades was an actor and also he was, uh, he ran for government in Panama. Really? Okay. In Panama and everything in there. Awesome lyricist. One of the best lyricists out there. Really? He's a okay. great uh, storyteller. Hector Lavoie is the best singer out there. So I would say that was probably that okay. part. Then if I jump into my middle school, mm -hmm. I gotta I gotta go with my my heavy metal roots. <laughs> I gotta go with Metallica, Master of Puppets, yes. Iron Maiden, The Trooper, right? I think in Wasted Years. I think those were probably the songs that I would say uh, at that moment of time. I think when I go into high school, right, I probably would play Pantera. Okay. You know, wow. Walk. First mention of Pantera. I yeah, love go it. with Pantera because, you know, I like Google Display of Power and the Walk. Right. In there, Cemetery Gates. I think those mm -hmm. were kind of uh, the songs that I kind of like it. Um, if I jump into college, right, I think college, I got to say Collective Soul. There you go. The moment. There you go. go. there. I like the cranberries. Cranberries. My wife liked the cranberries. And yeah. I think that was, uh, that was good per jam, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, with black. Uh, then later at the later part, then I started going into the the power metal band, right? right? So when I moved to the United States, I started finding the general that I like. So I started looking mm -hmm. at Stradivarius. This is a band they call power metal music, very melodic, okay. very fast. Gamma Ray, Halloween. Those are kind of uh, bands that are really, really good power metal. So we put some songs there so you can listen right. to that styles. Then I got my Dream Theater. So I started yes. getting more into the progressive metal, things that are more more complex. And then I rediscovered Journey. So at that moment, really? I, I, I listened to Journey, but actually mm -hmm. as I got older, I started reconnecting nice. with the cancer, nice. with the circle. Journey, with the Toto. Even yeah. though I listened to them, I didn't pay too much attention to right. it. But as I got older, I started appreciating the, the way that they they wrote the their music songwriting and songwriting and, and all that, Queen. Then I started getting into the sabatons of right. the world, you know, probably listen to folk metal. Okay. Uh, that's how I started kind of making the boundaries of mixing right. heavy metal bands like Corpi Klani from, from uh, Finland to, you know, to uh, Winter Sun and things right. like that. Uh, but then lately I've been listening to bit like Bachata, uh, Romeo Santos, uh, which is uh, it's an awesome... Um, is an awesome uh, singer and okay. songwriter of uh, bachata, you know, so which is really really good in Spanish. Okay. Um, and then now I'm I'm more into pretty much everything that has to do with progressive metal and nice. metal. So I continue nice. with all those pieces. Van Halen right now needs yep. to be in in that, in that mix. Yeah, yeah. And White Lion, of course, White because Lion, of my band yeah. like that and. And whatnot. That's gonna awesome. be pretty much. If you notice, yes, it's a bass. My playlist is gonna right. be very big, but it's gonna be a a, a story that is very very. We're definitely gonna put life. it together, man. Uh, yeah. It might take a little while, but we'll get it put together. And yeah. so, take a look at my playlist. Uh, some of it I've already mentioned. But back when when I was a child, I kind of already mentioned the Beach Boys. It was my foray mm. into music. Kenny Rogers was. Uh, a record I remember buying when I was like seven and or some seven or eight at some store and mom really liked him and Coward of the County was the, the song I remember the most. And then I got older and then I found Kiss um, in my teenage years. Michael Jackson, Thriller came out mm -hmm. about that time. And then the later, later 
I got into, I mean, we had John Cougar, uh, Jack and Diane, you know, yeah. the, that whole era. Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. Danger, Kenny Loggins, Danger Footloose. Footloose. Footloose, that whole... I was in high school, middle school and high school when all those movies came out. So, I mean, a lot of that 80s music was my adolescence, I would mm-hmm. say. And then it got to Van Halen and Poison and Striper. Striper, mm-hmm. to me, was a yes. great band with a great message. They just, they had great sound. And to this day, I love them. To Hell with the Devil. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, honestly, yeah. great honestly, song. Honestly, yeah, great song. Just, uh, and then Michael Sweet, man, he gets so high on that. Uh, but yeah, that was probably the band I listened to the most besides Kiss in high school. And then, and then moving into when I joined the Air Force, uh, I really got into ACDC, ZZ Top. Those, those That was kind of where I was. And then... Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, uh, and I think I shared this with you. We were, I was overseas and we had these big speakers in the hangar and we had a CD player and we would crank Dr. Feelgood Dr. album. Feelgood. That whole album every night while we were working in the hangar. And it was just, you know, that and Pearl Jam. Kick my Yes. And then I came back from overseas and I was stationed in South Carolina. And about that time is when 90s country was hitting. Uh, your George Strait, your Tim McGraw, your Alan Jackson. So I was kind of immersed into that. I don't like all of it. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do not like new country. Mm-hmm. Uh, not at all. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's too poppy. But some of them, they're good storytellers mm-hmm. with, a good, with a good rhythm behind it. One of my favorite songs. Uh, I spent 10 years as a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Two of my best friends. Were firefighters with me 23 years ago. And anytime we're together at a place, somebody puts on George Strait, the fireman. And uh, so that has a, uh, that has, you know, they call me the fireman. So if one of us are playing it, we'll take a picture on our phone and send it to the other. It's just, so there you go. Music has memories, Memory. has uh, memories and uh, connections. Connections, yes, sir. So uh, most recently, I guess, getting to see Kiss again. Or getting to see Kiss was good. I really, other than anything that I've listened since the 90s, that makes me sound terrible. I, I've listened to Sabaton a little bit that you've shown me. I haven't really, you know, I, I'll go back and I'll, I'll listen to some Chicago, some some Journey, stuff that, that when I was a kid was there, but I didn't listen to it as much as I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, Queen. Queen, Queen, oh, Queen. Especially I mean, Bohemian how about Rhapsody. the movie? The movie, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. You mm-hmm. know, I love that music from our era uh, is is getting exposed now. The Beatles get back or something. There's something coming out on Disney Plus about the Beatles. It's like a behind the scenes, un- unseen. You know, behind the scenes. Yeah. I'm, so even, I'm looking, even the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees were great. And the Bee Gees, yes, songwriters. So I guess that's kind of my soundtrack of my life hopefully some folks will say hey i've never listened to them before you know mm-hmm. that's what i hope with the podcast and please folks tell me tell us and i plan on having sal on here again you want to come on here again mm-hmm. sal oh of course I all would right like all right you guys. um so now we kind of know about sal and just to kind of let you know sal is actually uh he was a college athlete and i applaud him for that uh tell him what you did in college at the university of puerto rico yeah, so I was a long distance runner. Mm-hmm. I run 5,000 meters, 10,000 meters, and uh, cross country. Uh, I used to do the mile in 427. 
for wow. 37 seconds. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. And uh, 15, 15, uh, 5K in 15 minutes. Awesome. And 10K in 31 minutes. Uh, awesome. Uh, you know, quick funny thing is I... I was looking at that. I won Rookie of the Year in 1993, 1994. <laughs> I found the award um, that I forgot the other day uh, running there. But, you know, and I love it. Believe it or not, when I run, I don't listen to music. Really? Because I, no. Because there I you go, really folks. Music. It comes full circle. <laughs> he listens to music, everything else. But when he runs, and this is an athlete. And how many athletes do you know that always got a bud in their ear? They're probably listening to music, getting them amped up for their uh, performance or whatever. Yeah. But. You listen uh, at the beginning, you don't listen to when you're running. When you're running, you let the body disconnect from the activity uh, and let connect with nature. Awesome. That's the only time when you just pause awesome. and you connect with nature. Music will play in your mind, but not in your ears. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, Sal, uh, this has been fun. Do you have anything else you want to share with, with anybody that's listening about music? Final thoughts, so on and so forth? Yeah, I just want to say, you know, thank you for... For listening and if you're listening to this is because you're a music fan the, the bottom line is this uh, music is great mm-hmm. for the soul no matter Absolutely. what kind of music you listen to you know everybody has different tastes right everybody have a different reasons or why they're listening mm-hmm. to so keep music in your life whether you're playing it Amen, you're it or you're admiring it or you're cheering for it and that will bring you happiness Absolutely, absolutely. I know that sounds like a cliche, but I agree with you 100%. I listen to music every night. Now now that I'm sitting here thinking, you know, it, it is a bigger part of my life than I thought, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, Sal, I think, let's do this this winter. Get you back on. Let's talk about basketball. Mm-hmm. Let's just, just a basketball episode. It'll kind of be a follow-up to my basketball episode last year. Sal used to be my son's basketball coach. And is well versed in it, so so maybe not next month, but look for this down the road. Uh, Sal Lopez being on Sea to Shining Sea with Chris Casey. Thanks again, man. This was awesome. No, thank you. Now oh, we're gonna get ready to watch a little football. See if the Carolina Panthers can win a game. <laughs> Let's fingers crossed and prayers said. But uh, <laughs> have a great day and a better tomorrow. I'm Chris Casey, and this is Sea to Shining Sea.